Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. You're listening to The Inside Connection. I'm Dr. Craig Martin, the host of the show, and here with my co-host, Christina Martin. Welcome to the show, Christina. Thanks so much. I'm happy to be here again week after week. We're having so much fun. Very intense times. Yes. Yes. Very intense times. A lot of planetary action. Very intense times. A lot of planetary action. Tonight, we're going to be talking about Jupiter conjunct Pluto. Of course, um, Pluto and Jupiter are both in Capricorn. Pluto's been in Capricorn for a long time. And uh, these three passes of Jupiter right across Pluto um, are creating interesting effects uh, socially and uh, personally. We also want to mention to everybody that we're still in the Mercury retrograde period. So you want to make sure that you're not signing any contracts, that you're driving as carefully as possible. That if you plan on traveling, that you include some flexibility with your plans. Uh, Neptune actually just went retrograde yesterday. We're going to be talking a little bit about that. And Venus is going to go direct tomorrow in Gemini. So indeed, there is a lot of energy on our plate. Yes, it's a crazy week. I mean, on top of an already really crazy year, we have literally six planets retrograde this week alone. So when you have all these retrogrades, it is very much a time to slow down and uh, review, obviously, retrograde, re, that that, uh, uh, first part of the word there. It's retrograde, release, review, um, rewind a little bit perhaps too. Uh, so it's a week of review, even though it feels like a week that's moving really fast and really, for, really forward, really fast. So uh, really forward, really forward, really fast. Um, it's the events. It's the events, you know, that seem to be propelling people forward. I've been hearing lots of different things, um, <clears throat> communication breakdowns, um, breakdowns in, in home structure, water leakages. Uh, breaking down of equipment. Um, it, it, yes, and, and the, one of the big reasons, of course, is because um, we have this retrograde um, mercury in cancer. So, in fact, it's really quite in opposition to uh, the Jupiter-Pluto conjunction. So, in regard to the mercury retrograde, it is a little difficult for some people. Um, obviously, if you're one of the cardinal signs, um, Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn, then this transitional period is even more intense for you um, because the the planets are largely in cardinal energy. There's a lot of that right now. And, um, you know, you're having to deal with uh, multiple uh, levels of energy coming at you from multiple directions. So for people who actually really do feel overwhelmed um, at this time, if you if you know your charts at all, and you you know you may have um, uh, you know some planets in one of those cardinal signs, then of course 
um, the, that overwhelmed feeling isn't going to go away for a couple of weeks. Yeah, exactly. And again, when we're talking about charts, please, everybody call in if you, uh, if you have your chart or you know it at all or have any questions or you're feeling the energy and the vibe of the craziness extra hard, please call in. We'd love to take a look. Sure, if you'd like for us to look at your chart and help you out. If you'd rather do that on a more private basis, you can find Christina and I at sageofstars.com or at sageofstars on Twitter and Facebook. So please uh, look us up and we'd be happy to uh, clarify your chart for you and whatever else is going on in your life. So um, Jupiter and, um, and Pluto, Christina. Yeah, Jupiter you know, and Pluto. There's a positive side to it. There's definitely a positive side about, about growth, about power and growth, the way in which we may feel more empowered um, because Pluto uh, brings power and uh, Jupiter is very much about expansion and pushing back on our boundaries. And so the combination really is a, is a power in being able to extend ourselves and push beyond um, the, the normal limits that we've imposed on ourselves. And, you know, of course, we're doing that. We're doing that in the quarantine. We're doing that with the restrictions in our behavior, um, with uh, friends and family. Uh, we're doing that in, um, in perhaps the financial struggles that people are having right now is that we're finding great power in being able to push beyond the limits that we ever thought that we would have. Um, whether it's isolation, whether it's being stuck at home with family, there's a lot of people who, who haven't been stuck at home with their family members for a long time. Kids mm-hmm. that are back from college that aren't going back to college, you know, things like mm-hmm. that. So, or teenagers that are, that are, you know, doing after school activities and, and not spending as much time at home with their folks. So um, that's one positive of that is finding a deeper, a level of stability, that's Capricorn, an expanded level of increased structure is Capricorn, and the power, Pluto, um, we have to be able to transform our ideas about what that structure is, because we've all had a tremendous uh, shock and shift in uh, what we had customarily thought was the foundation of our lives. Those, those things got thrown upside down. And now that we're months into it and we have this, you know, Jupiter conjunction to Pluto, we're able to, I think, harness some hope and positivity towards the construction of new structure. We should be moving towards at least seeing something new that we could be creating from our lives. Beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like to see this too as like um, there's something like almost irresistible about these two planets, about Pluto and Jupiter. Pluto is so uh, almost subconscious, almost like a just it's so, so deep that, you know, you do things out of your own subconscious and you don't even really know you're doing them. That's part of Pluto's um, plight is to delve deep into those. And then Jupiter is this party planet that loves to reach out as far and wide as they can. And it sometimes the, 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 um, 
detriment or the uh, fallback of the Jupiter is that it's excessive. So something can seem irresistible and just having to have it. So we have this energy floating around right now, um, this irresistible force. And so like you were saying, I think I, I feel like I can almost even feel that it's building. I can feel these planets and society as a whole. I mean, we're like itching to get out of our house, itching to start back up again. We have this like irresistible urge. It's like, you know, people are starting to not even care that the virus is still out there. Which is obviously dangerous. Very dangerous. Exactly. And it's this irresistibility that is permeating well, everything. Well, Pluto, Pluto is irresistible. You know, it's, yes. it's power. It's power and it's raw power and it rules Scorpio and it's, it, it is an irresistible energy. And when you were talking, I had the notion of thinking that, wow, Jupiter is the biggest planet and Pluto is the smallest. And oh <laughs> the two of them are conjunct, you know, and, and yet Pluto, if you think about plutonium, it doesn't matter how small it is. You don't really need very much of that to make a big bang. So, yes. you know, like the, the Jupiter energy is enhancing Pluto's ability to make change, literally mm-hmm. make literal transformative change. And when you were talking about overextending, that reminded me also to just say, like, you know, the subtitle of the show is The Empire Strike Back, Strikes Back, which we wrote last week. We, 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 we wrote that title last week. And, and of course, it was, it was no joke to basically wake up this morning and find out that, um, you know, the court had basically thrown the Michael Flynn case out of the government. And again, I try to steer away from being too political, but it, mm-hmm. it's a clear subversion of justice for political purposes. And that's so sad. And yet that's also Jupiter conjunct Pluto. It's an overextension of the use of the power in Capricorn mm-hmm. through the authoritarian patriarchy and um, Jupiter conjunct Pluto. That's what it, you know, when you and I were talking last week about, okay, where are we going to go with our show next week, which we like to do at the end after we're off the air. And we were like, wow, Jupiter conjunct Pluto is big. That's going on next week. You know, we had Venus going direct, Neptune going retrograde. And we were like, no, no, you know, what is this? And it was just screaming at me um, the, the, the level of power that could be, um, used in a corrupted way, the overextension of power, Jupiter conjunct mm. Pluto, especially Absolutely. in Capricorn, especially in yes. Capricorn. Yeah. Yes. I mean, those, those three, I mean, Jupiter is, is usually seen as a more optimistic or, you know, open um, planet. You, you associate like benevolence or, you know, the, I'm using air quotes here, luck, but that's normally just because you're so optimistic things come into your life but paired with the uber-powerful. I mean, it's just Pluto is the ultimate magnet, the strongest magnet you can think of. And then on top of authority, uh, it's a very intense combination of planets and signs. Capricorn has already been permeating our you know, culture and our society for a while because we've had Saturn and Pluto there for a long time. Um, so we've been dealing with leadership and government and those authority. in authority. 
Yeah, authority. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the pa- the patriarchy. Um, right. I I think that that Pluto and Capricorn has definitely represented the patriarchy and Saturn as well, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's only and exclusively a rise to power for the patriarchy because Pluto and Capricorn in some ways means a dismantling of the patriarchy, a reworking Mm -hmm. of the patriarchy can bring um, power, but at the same time, um, Plutonic power that's used for exclusively um, personal gain, whether, whether that's a political party, a government, a governmental leader, the head of a business, the head of a company, right? Anybody who's in a position of authority, plutonic energy can't be harnessed that way. It's, it's mm-hmm. designed to help transform the larger group to the benefit of the group. So in some ways, Pluto and Capricorn has represented a change to the patriarchy a, a, a death and rebirth to the patriarchy. And mm. um, it's still there for a few more years, you know, Pluto is, Pluto is in, um, is in Capricorn. God, I think all the way until 25, like oh my 2020, gosh. 20, mm, 2024. So it's there until 2024. And that, you know, it's been there for a long time. We still have four more years. So we're going to see what that transformation does and um, in what direction we head. Certainly, like the United States election is quite loaded with energy and um, mm-hmm. the alignments at that time are um, very intense with, uh, with Mars going into, uh, cap, uh, into Aries. So we'll be talking a lot more about that on the show after July when, uh, when Mars does go um, in just a couple of more weeks when Mars does go into Aries. Yeah. So yeah. sticking a little, go ahead. Oh, no, no, I was, yeah, I was just going to jump on the um, Mars and Aries is, is going to be a fascinating time. I feel like I, it almost feels like it now it's just so willful, which is, is, you know, Pluto feeling as well. And this like need to be authority, need to be the overlord of uh, what's going on. Uh, yeah. Me, me, me. So Mars goes, Mars goes into Aries uh, last week of June and uh, right, you know, right that very last couple of days of June. And then um, Saturn is going to be going back into Capricorn. So definitely people will be doing a show next week on that topic because it's, um, it's a pretty, it's a pretty deep and and heavy time that we're going to be going into between uh, ne- July the fourth. Basically, if you're, th- I like, I love thinking of astrological transits in terms of holidays. I always have, and even when I make predictions with people, I'll be like, well, on or around or about Memorial Day, or on or around mm-hmm. or about Thanksgiving, because mm-hmm. I think that gives people a really localized idea of what energy will also be going on there. So if you can look mm-hmm. and say, you know, I think you're going to be moving or, you know, this is what's going to be going on for you at the first of the year at New Year's or at the 4th of July. And so we're going Mm -hmm. into this fourth, we're going into this 4th of July with a huge change in the planets. Um, Mars going into Aries and um, Saturn going back into Capricorn and Jupiter and Capricorn and Pluto and Capricorn. And all of that doesn't really make a very, um, harmonious mix. It, it's actually one of the most volatile mixes that I've seen in the planets in a long, long time. But we're going <laughs> to stick with we're going to stick with this week, 
even yes. though you guys just got a even though you guys just got a little teaser a little of taster. where we're a little yes. a little teaser of where we're headed. Um, <laughs> no do, no doom and gloom, no doom and gloom. No, um, no. here to the, inform, um, here to help. Exactly, and so I think let's talk a little bit about Venus going direct and Neptune also going retrograde in Pisces, and yes. um, the the more positive aspect of that and how people might be able to gain some beneficial influence from that and the direction in which those planets are bringing us as well, because it's not the 4th of July yet. We still have um, more than a week. And um, so let's stick with the end of June right now and see where we are here. Perfect. Yeah. You know, so for me, I think personally, the Venus going direct is really interesting because it's in Gemini. So we're talking about love. We're talking in our relationships. Uh, and I've personally found, you know, reviewing, it's just getting out of the retrograde. So it's a good review. Um, I've had some, you know, open conversations with my partner and some real communication happening in the way in which our relationship functions. I mean, obviously that's because we're stuck inside together all the time, but no, I think, I think uh, the Venus retrograde, I think Venus retrograde in Gemini has helped people with that in general. I don't think it's, you know, none of the outward transits of any of the planets are ever a coincidence with what's actually really going on in real life. They represent that, you know, so if all of a sudden we have an opportunity to communicate because Venus is retrograde in Gemini, that makes sense that the Mm -hmm. time is also supporting that. It's also supporting open hearted communication. Intimacy is hard. A lot of people have a lot of problems with it and because it creates vulnerability, um, but right. intimacy is necessary if we're ever going to get to a deeper level of love as a species. So we have to be honest with each other when we feel hurt, when we feel our needs aren't being met. We we need to speak up and, and let people know about it. Yeah, exactly. Speak up about how you want to be loved. That's this whole Venus and Gemini uh, lesson here for the last month or so. So um, think about it for yourself. How have you... Um, any of your relationships and it doesn't even necessarily have to be romantic, but just relationships in general, how have they, have they moved along? How have they gotten better? What have you been thinking about in terms of those relationships for the past couple of weeks? Um, So it's a really nice, you know, now we're, now we get to move forward with what we've learned, which is the beautiful part. Exactly. So now we can take the loving communication and embark on a new journey of expressing that love and the direction that we want the loving relationships in our lives to take us. So for those of you who have been struggling uh, with love life and um, and or other intimate relationships in your life, uh, loving relationships, it can include family, children, parents, um, extended people like that, and definitely friendships. Um, be aware that tomorrow, the next day, uh, Venus will finally go direct. Um, all all kinds of projects that you may be working on, should, you should see them begin to move forward again. And um, these relationships that we may have hashed out over the last three or four weeks, um, we would find that they would either deepen, in fact, or they would end. So I've seen a lot of growth, a lot, a lot of growth, not only in my own personal relationship, but in my clients and, and my couples counseling. Definitely. Beautiful. There's been a lot, a lot of growth, a lot of people that are willing to, um, 
speak up in a way that I think they've been afraid to in the past. Mm-hmm. So that's been, mm-hmm. that's been, that's been really good, really refreshing. Yeah. Perfect manifestation of Venus and, and Gemini. And Neptune retrograde. Neptune retrograde. Yes. That's a, in, that's a woozy Pisces. one. In, oh my it's gosh. A wo- it's woozy. It's, it's woozy. Did you say woozy or boozy? <laughs> Both. <laughs> I said woozy, yeah. but boozy and woozy for sure. Yeah. Yes. Because it's in Pisces and Pisces loves right. to, you know, dabble a little bit in the finer arts of escapism. <laughs> the finer arts. Yeah. The upper echelons and the lower gutter, gutter t- times. Both of those. All the whole gamut of yes, <laughs> escapism. Exactly. Well, you know, they call it getting high, but it often ends up being kind of low. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it so, depends upon how far you take it. And with Jupiter conjunct Pluto right now, who knows where people are taking it? You got to be careful with that. Mm-hmm. I think that, that that on a spiritual level, these years where Neptune has been in Pisces have really brought us to a much higher level of compassion and love. Mm-hmm. Something that, you know, we haven't necessarily seen in a while. And we're resistant yeah. to it still. We're resistant to it, but if anything was going to bring back, you know, the the flower children of the 60s, um, it's Venus and Pisces. And we have a few more years that, of that, that too. Kind of that Pisces. takes us all yeah. the way out to 2024 as well, because that's going to mm. be a really interesting year, as you and I know. We've talked about it before. Yes. Um, because a lot of planets are going to go into a monumental alignment at that time. But um, <laughs> but But in the meantime the struggles and the challenges that we have to get through between now and then Neptune and Pisces offers us a a fork in the road. One where we can like all Pisces know um, escape from the heavy work of connecting with people emotionally or sacrifice something of ourselves in order Mm -hmm. to be able to give somebody else a better day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Beautiful. I, I, absolutely. That's what Neptune and Pisces is all about. It's the emotional work that you do on yourself and with another person, the emotional service that you give to somebody else in order to help them. You need to get out of the way in order to do that sometimes. And Neptune is a perfect example of that. It is. It is. And, and it's, it, you know, it's in its natural ruling sign. It's been there for a long time already, at least, you know, at least eight years, maybe longer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, um, it's a tremendous elevation of, of a human consciousness back towards spirit. It, it inspires new levels of things like virtual reality and the way in which we're experiencing life through that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the, yeah, but also the kindness, the kindness yeah. of it. I mean, well, all like legalization of marijuana and all of that comes from Neptune and Pisces. So, you know, that's, yes. that's something, that's something that that movement, you know, the medical movement of that started at that time. 
And, um, and now every time it goes retrograde, we reinforce that. And we're having another election this year, and I'm sure there'll be marijuana initiatives on many states. It huh. won't only be about a presidential election. There'll be more marijuana initiatives because it's something that um, people want. It's been around for a really long time. And, um, you know, it's been around now in Colorado for a really long time in Washington state, and they haven't really seen an overall issue with, you know, more potheads and, you know, like crime and they have use and yeah. And all they, and all they've seen from it is, you know, multi hundreds of millions of dollars in taxes that go back to their school system, you know, so, so that, you know, yeah, I mean, obviously, people need to have the responsibility of that, and I'm not politicizing that either, but the 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 movement of Neptune into Pisces heralded a time of that. That was something that was pretty obvious at the time that it went into Pisces, as well yeah. as just spiritual movements, you know, spiritual movements that are that are really, that do gain traction, including astrology, you know, yes. astrology as a spiritual movement and the way in which people can access their higher self through understanding their chart. It's a very, you know, powerful tool. In fact, I don't really know a more powerful tool than that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, very intensive psychotherapy, um, mm-hmm. you know, is, is also another good way, but that's m- more expensive than, yeah. <laughs> than, than, under, than understanding yeah. your chart. Um but also effective. Yeah. You know, the, the, if, if we're looking to raise our consciousness to a higher place of love, selflessness and love, where the ego, the individual human ego, takes some backseat sometimes for the betterment of others, then that path's only going to happen through self-understanding and through challenging the ego shadow side. I know that sounds like a lot of psychology, but it's true. We all have a dark side, which is why Jupiter conjunct Pluto is bringing us there today to talk oh, about it. And, yes. you know, and, and that dark side, Jupiter conjunct Pluto wants to be in power. Capricorn, you know, it wants to take mm-hmm. over. It, want, it wants to dominate. And that, yeah. that's not, that is not the way that any of us are ever going to survive at this right. point. There's no survival in the old way. Right. There's no survival. There's no survival in war. There's no survival in war. There's no survival in, you know, because we're at a point where we won't survive war. Not that kind of war. Right. And Einstein said it. Einstein said that he thought that, um, that human beings, he said that there were far greater powers than nuclear power, but he couldn't imagine a society or like a, you know, like a species, a planet or whatever. He was talking about alien life. And he said there were far greater powers than nuclear power, but he could not even envision a civilization that could find those powers because they can't get past nuclear. Because, because, because nuclear is so deep and so dangerous that they all end up annihilating themselves with it. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> it was pretty deep, you know. He was yes. just like, Well, you know, I think we've reached the limit of our of our search for power because even though there are greater ones than this, we probably won't ever find them. <laughs> like, wow. the, and so the tr- the truth is is that the, mm-hmm. that power that's greater, one of them is is more on the intuitive feminine side of the force. 
Mm, yes. Great. Yeah. And it and it, and it has and great sensitivity to others. I mean that and he, the power healing. that that brings. Yes. The power that that brings to the soul. Yes. Can you imagine everybody walking around and just being content and happy with themselves, feeling loved? I mean, because that they, because they dealt with their shadow. Yes. Right. I can't imagine that actually. We're, we're, where everyone is kind to each other. I don't really mm-hmm. think that we're, we're close to that, but I mean, mm-hmm. you know, look, there's been bumper stickers telling us to have senseless acts of kindness for at least 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those people out there doing their part, spreading yeah, the message those, those on the freeway. Drivers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Eating granola, hugging a tree, and doing a senseless act of <laughs> a senseless act of kindness it's it it's sweet it's real you know i yes. think that there are people who despise that that they yes. really have disdain for that kind of energy and that's sad for them right really it truthfully is. because then they have to live like that they have to live in that world that's you know more selfish more bitter more hurt I mean, all religions are that way. I feel like that's what all religions of, not all, but a lot of them just go towards that. Being selfless for others, caring for others. At the core, at the core of those religious beliefs. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that, I don't know that all religions are actually living up to it, but, um, but, but there, but the teachings are there. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. The praying, well, all that. Yeah. On that on that note, I think everyone should know that they want to harness the energy of Jupiter conjunct Pluto to uh, expand your career, benefit your home life, solidify your marriage, um, be kind to your children, set aside more money for their college education if you can, at least sign them up for a good online class for summer if they can't have camp. My name is Dr. Craig Martin. You've been listening to the Inside Connection. I'm here with the lovely Christina Martin every Wednesday at 6 p.m. We're so grateful and happy to have you. Good night. Good night, everyone. Thanks so much. Listen to us next week. We'll have fun. We'll, we'll be here. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.